Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks hey everyone this is jeff Cobb. i'm lewis howley i'm sam spoker we are pretty deadly yes boy yes boy hello my name is Zina dragano the star the nxt uk champion and you're listening to the wrestling wrestling podcast You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romaran, a muted Gina Liao, and Rowan A.S.H. all together for another Thursday night live stream. Thank you so much for joining us here. As always, we are on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod, or if you're catching us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, or even better, if you are catching us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, please don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave us a good review as well and let the people know that the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast exists. We have a lot to talk about again, as usual. I was really excited for tonight's stream because I thought it would be the grand return of the soundboard. Like I've been hyping it up all day. And for some reason, like minutes before the stream, it could not work. So we're soundboard ngayon. Uh, right, we're gonna have to postpone that for next week. I'll try to fix things with the PNA people behind the scenes and see how we can work it out. So for tonight, it's just us here on the stream, same old, same old. And we, we're not gonna be having another premium live event for another couple of weeks unless anybody wants a viewing party for death before dishonor. But that's what we do over on the patron community, and here's how you can be part of that wrestling wrestling podcast patron community i don't think anyone wants to go catch death before this honor live better we are doing SummerSlam in a couple of weeks so july 31 um, another time that's sunday morning we are going to be doing SummerSlam live on discord so if you want to be a part of that all you got to do is subscribe to our patreon patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as well in digital 50 because inflation and uh, peso against the dollar. So it's around 280 now, uh, 280 per month. All you can get with that are access to our Discord community where we talk about wrestling, sports, other stuff, other good stuff with our patrons, where we do the watch parties as well. Um, you get exclusive access to our review content of weekly television shows, pay-per-views, live events, anything, you name it, we'll review it. And then we also have merch. I don't know if we're going to be putting the merch up here on the screen, 
but we do have merch and we are in the process are you and there you go those are our very first line of merch uh, patrons get dibs on one of these designs and you will get them for free because you are a wrestling wrestling podcast patron and then when there's also pasabais from online stores abroad we will also do that so you got your merch covered with us again patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars or around 280 pesos a month yeah, I hate that inflation, such a bitch. Uh, we have to uh, edit that spiel. Yeah, um, I, I, gotta, got, I gotta be honest. It's a major false advertising if I say 250. Hey, not for us dollar earners, though. <laughs> hey, Rowan, I guess. <laughs> Rowan ASH is here. Say hi to the people, Rowan. I'm sure the peanut gallery did miss you. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying hi before during the countdown, saying hi to my best friends in the world, Admin Angelo. And Glendale Go and saying hi to Bruce, everyone in the comment section. Thank you very much. That's extremely sad. That is just very depressing. <laughs> very depressing. More, de- more depressing than the dollar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what an attempt at a cheap pop from Rowan ASH. All right. We're going to start, as always, with some news outside mm-hmm. the ring. Same old, same old because of certain topics. I am going to be abstaining out of uh, professional courtesy. So I'm once again going to let Rochino and Rowan take this one. So please move me backstage and they can talk about the first topic for tonight. I won't make this long. I won't make this long because we have talked about it in previous weeks. But there have been updates on Vince McMahon's misdemeanors and felonies. All I'm going to say is that may updates, may developments uh, that reveal that he's paid even more hush money to at least former women. And one of those women was a former WWE talent in which he bribed with money for sex and sexual relations and then when that person denied he kind of buried them on the card and eventually led to their dismissal or their departure from wwe so no una when the rumors were about or when the news was about a secret affair that was consensual Hindi, uh, Hindi kagrabe, but now it's a lot worse and i know that Due process has to take its course, but it doesn't look good at all. And if I were them, I would just put Vince on the shelf somehow, some way until we get to the bottom of this. Not necessarily when this all blows over, but when everything gets figured out and investigated, uh, it's not a good look for him to still be there. Now, guys, I don't know if you have anything to add. I just really wanted to add that because uh, we have to address it. It is still a pretty big piece of news with regard to the wrestling industry. So if you want to add anything, I guess now is the time. Well, all I can say, whenever may bagong balita about Vince's scandal, I just think that this will be slowly a turning point na Sa power niya. He would be out of power. And when this was reported like week a week ago, I'm pretty sure they will make Vince keep a low profile and not show up on TV. Yeah. Okay. Ako mas interested ako dun sa corporate infrastructure in WWE because you know watching Succession has made me an expert in these topics, <laughs> and uh, I feel like it, it'll really have a longer effect on how the company operates now. We've heard rumors in the past of people like Nick Khan 
stepping in to take control of the WWE. At first, we thought that he was going to sell it, but because of what the scandal that just broke, para mahirapan sila ibenta to, eh, di ba? Or ibibenta din ng panuke, which is something that they don't want to do anyway. So, my theory is, again, my business degree is only from HBO, but my theory is that because of this reshuffling, sooner or later, ang, ang lalabas dyan on top are the the Helmsley McMahons or McMahon Helmsleys. Because uh, they, they finally were able to pledge has uh, returned to the WWE. See, Stephanie is now the acting CEO. So parang, it's an interesting turn of events uh, is all I can really say. So Yun, if you are praying and wishing for Vince's downfall, at least on the creative side of WWE, you know, maybe hang tight. Maybe this might be it. Maybe as Rowan said, this might be the turning point. So if he manifested it, maybe it's going to happen. But uh, you never know. It could really go either way because Vince is so powerful. But to me, it's just really not a good look for him to stay on, for them to keep him on. I know that he's not in full control of the company. But uh, if they know what's good for them, they would do something about it. And I guess it is time that, uh, as Chino said, for the McMahon-Helmsley to take over and bring this company to a new future. So, yeah. Uh, and also, uh, we hope that the victims or the survivors, if you will, get justice, the justice that they deserve. I know that some of them aren't exactly moving forward with this. They are just in the shadows. And then someone else just um, brought up the allegations. But whatever they want, if it's justice that they seek, I hope they get it. I hope that they get the peace and the mental wellness that they deserve. So, you know, the man. Uh, there's nothing more to add because this has been piling on for weeks and weeks now. So let's move forward. Let's bring Stan back and let's move forward with the next item on the agenda, Lego. Yeah. Let's talk about Ilya Dragunov because there were reports that came out from this past weekend at the NXT UK tapings that Ilya Dragunov is injured. He was seen with a walking boot at the tapings. And at those tapings, spoiler alert, he vacated the NXT UK championship. So if you're not following NXT UK, you should know that they tape these in bunches like the NXT of old. And at these next set of tapings, there's a new NXT UK champion. Now, we're not going to spoil kung sino yung new NXT UK champion. If you want to Google it, or if, if uh, you're compelled to do so by the Streisand effect, we're not going to do it on this podcast. All we'll talk about are the ramifications of Ilya Dragunov getting injured and his reign getting cut short, very untimely. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's I don't know if you could say it's cut short. He's been champion for quite a while now. Yeah, matagal na. I don't know kung parang hindi pa ata nakaabot ng isang taon. Yeah, wala pang one. Wala pang one year, but it has been long. Uh, almost one year is still pretty long in the WWE, especially. So. I'm kind of okay with someone else taking this place. Because in NXT UK, they tend to keep the championships for quite a while. So if, not to say that this was a good thing, but if this didn't happen, who knows how long Ilya Dragunov would have been champion. So let's let him rest. I know he's been going hard. We've talked to him. He, we know that he goes pretty hard in the ring. So I think and maybe when he comes back, he can move stateside and achieve the the promise that he has in his career. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Roe hit it on the head when he said move stateside because that's also where I see this going afterwards. I don't think he needs to make his comeback to NXT UK anymore because he's done what he can, what he could have as part of the UK roster. I want to see him uh, bring that same level of manic intensity, that friends, that franticness, that frenzy that he's known for to the stateside uh, WWE shows. Right? If, and if he finds a slot on NXT, perfect. If he finds a slot on the main roster, even better. Yeah, but if and when Ilya Dragunov moves stateside, expect that there will be a name change because Ilya is his given name. So uh, he's definitely not going to be using that moving forward. And I, I don't know whom, if they can push a Russian babyface today, given the climate. Because the signature move of Torpedo Moscow, they actually just started calling it the Torpedo in recent weeks on NXT UK, obviously because of the attacks on Ukraine. So what do you guys think about that? Feeling ko pangalanya is some some generic uh, Yuri Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them to actually do something like that. Knowing Vince, though, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if that was the case, if he turned heel and he played this stereotypical Russian villain. It is pretty easy to paint Russians as the villains right now. It's either they paint him as a Russian or they paint him as a German where he grew up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's pretty much to be expected because Volta uh, Gunther ended up being a heel anyway. He's also kind of stereotypical European heel in that regard. So it is what it is. You should only expect otherwise if Triple H somehow ends up taking control of the main roster. It's interesting though because he doesn't have the stereotypical Russian look. Eh? It's not like uh, the Russian villains of the past, the Ivan Kolovs, your your Kozlovs, your even uh, Rusev or what's his name now? See. Miro. 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 There we go. Tip of my tongue. Uh, now, he's a stereotypical Russian, although, yes, Miro is Bulgarian. I mean, Dragunov is white and blonde and blue eyed. And he's not big, intimidating Russian. <laughs> so, again, the size okay. plays a big factor on how much of a heel a person can be at this point. Because you're intimidated sa Russian villain na cruiserweight. I don't know. It's like a, a a point of concern or contention for me. I mean, baka mag-end up nang siya na parang si Butch who recently just lost within two minutes or less against Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I mean, that is always the fear on the main roster. But he knew that when he signed up for WWE. So I guess, it's, and not that it's right, but it's to be expected. That's the rule of the I world. I mean, with Dragunov... If, if you guys listen to yung episode namin where we actually spoke to Ilya Dragunov, he did mention that he appreciates that he doesn't have to play a stereotypical Russian villain as a character in wrestling. So if and when he does move to the U.S., I don't know if things will change. I don't know if uh, his sentiments will either. Either way, we just wish Ilya Dragunov the best in his recovery and we hope that we see him back in the ring sooner than later. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about Lacey Evans turning heel, Dolph Ziggler turning face, Logan Paul being a babyface. So many turns. That's all coming up after the break. But first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. 
Alright guys, there's always a sale happening on Lazada. So if you are taking advantage of that and getting everything that you want and need, because hashtag Nasa Lazada yan, all you gotta do to support the podcast in the process is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in a mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. What you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Meron pa tayong mga shoutouts on, on uh, Kumu? Uh, no comments on Kumu right now, but uh, I do want to thank any everyone who has uh, signed in and joined and watched the stream and tuned in. Thank you for tuning in on Kumu. Please keep smashing those hearts and let everyone know on the platform that you love res- listening and watching Wrestling Talk. All right. Let's start with the first of many turns that we're going to be talking about for tonight's live stream. Lacey Evans. This happened on SmackDown. She came out and she was supposed to be in a tag team match alongside Aliyah. And then Kalaban Niladapat Sina Shayna Baszler. And then she just went on a meltdown and attacked Aliyah afterwards. So I'm going to start with Rowan because he is our resident SmackDown reviewer over on the Patreon. So, so what do you think about Lacey just going all ape-ish on Aliyah? Oh yeah, like what Row would always say, who pissed on your cereal bowl? Very random, very unnecessary. Kasi unnecessary because there's only four baby active baby faces sa SmackDown Women's Division and mas maraming heel. So I don't think makaka the uh, benefit yung division nila kung puro heel. And nakakapagtaka kasi she was built for several weeks na she's the new heroine. I've been telling you this emotional stories so that I would win sympathy. I would win your heart. And then suddenly, ito nangyari. Uh, she revived her old gimmick na maglalakad siya sa ramp and then go back in the gorilla. It's pretty stupid. Sana, ano, di na nila tinuloy yung baby face turn niya. If, if ganito rin naman mag end up, mag-heal din naman siya. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys think that it maybe could have been a response to people... Not really taking to Lacey Evans as a babyface, which to me is kind of weird because she's like your all-American country girl. So like, what's not to love about Lacey Evans? What do you think, Chino? I don't know if it's just me, but I don't. It's I don't find her likable. Like exactly. it's not. It's not. Uh, I don't. I can't pinpoint as to why that is. But when I look at Lacey Evans, I don't 
feel like I want to cheer for her because it strikes me that she is yun yun parang sinabi ni Stan the all American girl and I don't know if yeah she's Liberty Bell right? I don't know if that's on Vogue right now I don't know if that's the in thing right now whereas if you look at a baby face like Bianca Belair kahit sabihin mong super batak niya it makes you want to cheer for her Maybe it's a charisma thing. It's something intangible or intangible at this point. But I I can't find it in myself to want to cheer for her. Ang sa akin lang is if they are going to turn her as a heel, sana they handle it with a lot uh, a lot better than they did her previous heel run where she ended up burying uh, Ric Flair's uh, child, diba? So, <laughs> sana it's, it's handled a lot better than that because that characterization is an insult to her skill. It's an insult to really just women everywhere. Na parang floozy na naglalandilandian. It's just, it's not, it's not in keeping up with the times. But based on what you said, Chino, it comes across to me like WWE must have seen now, okay, people aren't responding to these Lacey Evans therapy sessions, these vignettes, with the type of reaction we wanted. So, Ro, do you think that at least they pivot? Yeah, they did. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't think anyone cares because it's Lacey Evans. And then the last time we saw her, she was in a tasteless angle with Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair. So maybe that's still fresh in everyone's mind, even though, even though that was what, last year, by the way. So yeah, a year and a half ago. I guess it was good of them to pivot from the terrible reactions, but it also came after multiple pivots then in this recent memory. So it's really bad all around. I just wish that they kept her as a heel. I don't know who thought that she was going to be likable as a baby face. Chino's right. I think there's something unlikable about her. From her entire presentation back in NXT, there was nothing that screamed babyface. Not the man because she was unlikable. Or not the man um, because she couldn't be likable. But there was just nothing that screamed babyface. And that's what the crowd remembered now. So, malaking sayang. But I don't think it's going to define the rest of her career just yet. Like, you can always get back up from missteps like this. So, as long as they stick to one path, as long as they don't go back anymore, they don't turn back anymore on this decision, it should be fine moving forward. Because people want to boo her anyway. Yeah, I mean, she immediately attacked Aliyah, so you know that uh, cements her fate as a heel. Speaking of someone who you can't buy as a babyface, get a load of this guy, Logan Paul. We haven't really talked about him signing a multi-match contract with WWE recently. And there were reports that came out that say, nah, reportedly, there's a degree of creative control such that he can dictate that he's a babyface, which reportedly explains why the crushing finale is Miz coming out of WrestleMania. So let me go around the room. Can you buy Logan Paul as a babyface even as he's going up against The Miz on Monday Night Raw. Rowan, I see a grin forming on your uh, uh, on you. Okay, so I've seen some of Logan Paul's antics. Back before he even got involved in boxing and wrestling, he's really annoying and obnoxious. And I really find it manipulative against his viewers. I hate the way he would brainwash uh, the, the viewers. Na, oh, let's get... Uh, you, got, you gotta get this merch. You gotta buy my merch. And... The kids would just adapt and they would think 
what he would do and his brother would do are cool. And I hate the way YouTube would treat him special uh, as well as his brother. Now, despite yung content nila being like problematic or against the rules of YouTube, they would get away with it. They would get special treatment. So my answer for this one is no. But if you're part of the low gang, yes. All right. It seems that you slide that they won't load. Even our tech hates uh, Logan Paul. Chino, your thoughts? I know you don't really like the Paul brothers yourself. Yes. No, I do not. It's it's hard for me to cheer for somebody that is as un- unlikable as he is. But here's the thing, you guys. Here's the thing. Cash. The more we hate him, the more power he actually has because he's drawing a reaction. It might not be the reaction that is desired of a baby face, but I don't think this guy is self-aware enough to know the difference. So whether or not you hate him or you love him, you cheer for him or you boo him, he will still be able to do whatever he wants within a certain degree, of course, in the WWE. So kahit sabihin mong face siya against the Miz, kahit hindi believable, gagawin niya pa rin yun eh. Because at this rate, with this contract, I feel like he has the more control. He has more of a control over it. Bro, deserve ba niya? Deserve niya ang alin? Yung hate? Or ang baby no, face? No, to have that... Like, no, yung, yung creative control, kung totoo nga to. Creative control, I don't really mind kasi he is the big star. They need him more than he needs them, I think. But I do think that he needs the self-awareness to realize that people are gonna boo him, diba? And just because you will them to cheer you doesn't mean they're gonna cheer you. So it's super weird that he is worrying now about being hated when I think, I don't know, I'm not too familiar with his work, but I think Rowan can say that maybe he's aware, he's fully aware that he's always been hated. Is that true, Rowan? Does he yeah, know? He is, he is hated. Like, I know, but does he know, he know that? Does he know that? Yeah, he, he knows that and then he's capitalizing on it. Ayun, you know, para, para, para si Sander Ford, kumbaga. Ayun. So I don't understand bakit ngayon all of a sudden he wants to be cheered and he suddenly can't handle being booed. So that's super weird to me. And now it's forcing the WWE fans into this weird position in which they kind of need him, need them to cheer him, but not everyone or a lot of people aren't going to cheer him. So I mean, I, I don't know how you can cheer for a guy who wears a Charizard card around yeah, his neck. Exactly, I mean, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> how is that like? Also, I, I can't understand why he doesn't want to be a heel. I'm saying I'm a heel. Because yeah. he can't handle the booze. But it's you know why? Throw because him he's off. a heel in real life. That's why. Yeah. He wants yeah. to use the WWEs as an escape. Yeah, I don't give him a boo. Uh, I, okay. But I guess Chino, he's not self-aware enough to handle the criticism. So Okay. So Chino, I don't know. I don't know all about that. Sorry, go Rowan. But. I have a, I have something to say. Sabi ni Glendale Chino, soon sasali daw si Jake Paul. And would you agree that the Usos will be the twos and the Paul brothers will be the ones as they would become the tag team champions? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, no. you don't know and you and your barcada can save your fantasy booking <laughs> when you're not on the stream. Like, just... <laughs> I mean Jake Paul needs the money because he broke down yeah. Logan Paul, right? Right. So, 
<laughs> Nakilugan yun eh. Si Jake yung may kailangan ng pera. Yeah, si Jake yung nalugi sa crypto. Yes. <laughs> so, I yeah, it's weird. Pero they can't say no to him. That's the weird part. Kasi he's the bigger star. He's the bigger draw. He's the outside mainstream star. So, wala. They're just gonna be in this weird position where Miz is the heel and it's likely that he might get even more cheers, especially when Champa is with him. And I don't know if AJ Styles can save Logan Paul from the from the ev- inevitable booze that he's gonna get. So good luck na lang sa inyo. Uh, ginusto niyo yan. Buti pa si Pat McAfee. Game for any role, and you know, um, props to him. He got a multi-year contract extension as well over the last week. So congrats to my broadcast colleague Pat McAfee. I mean, uh, wow. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I I changed my opinion uh, on Pat McAfee. Maybe my opinions will change when it comes to Logan. We will see. I do not. I'm not keeping my hopes up though. But what do you think though? I mean, like he is a good wrestler. He's a good pro wrestler. He he gets pro wrestling. Is that not enough? I mean. For any, yeah, so some people, for some people, it's kind of, I don't know, a, a thing to cheer for. But what, what do you think? Like, is just I mean, we were just talking about Lacey Evans, and yeah. I'm pretty sure she gets pro wrestling as well, but we can't <laughs> cheer for her, right? So I don't know. All right, okay. So, yeah, speaking of more turns, uh, th- this episode really about turns, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Is on tonight's list. He has also returned, and it looks like he's turning face because he attacked si Theory. And there, there's no way we can cheer Theory, right? Cheng protege ni Mr. McMahon. He's Mr. Money in the Bank. And then Dolph Ziggler at the very end of Raw super kicked Theory and stood over him. And it really did leave me with more questions than answers, which I guess was mission accomplished, right? You no, know, it depends. It depends because are they going to explain this? Am I going to... Are they going to tell us why all of a sudden Dolph Ziggler is attacking? I'm sure they will, but are they going to do it in a satisfactory way? So that's, I guess, up for debate. So guess we'll find out with only two weeks left until SummerSlam. And and hindi nga si Theory yung kalaban ni Dolph, eh, but Theory and Lashley have this SummerSlam match already booked. Chino? No, because I feeling good. this is their attempt to make Theory earn his spot in the main event, belated as it may seem. He didn't go up against established vets when he won, when before he won the money in the back. He was just feuding with a lot of different people. And then at the opportunity to show people that Theory is the real deal. Because money in the bank. So I feel like that's what's happening here, uh, meta-wise. You got Rowan, your thoughts? I don't know what they're gonna do here. Like I, I love how how Ziggler is back now, and I said that it's good that Ziggler is a face now, and he might get some decent booking. Pero paano natin may papasok yun? Because yun nga, yes, so, sorry, Theory has a match with Lashley already. So an- ano magiging papel ni Ziggler dito? So I think ang magiging papel niya lang dito is like he's going to be that veteran na oh, I've been here, I've been there. I when I'm desperate, I would do things that are drastic and just That's not a very baby-facey thing, Rowan. Yeah, pero parang pagsasabihan niya si ano, si Theory because him being a veteran and he's now like a bit older, he would tell na oh, the Medyo nagkakaroon na ako ng realization na parang ganyan din yung ginawa ko noon. So, I'll, you know, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to discipline you. 
by beating you up. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I get, I get where he, I get where he's going. Like it's it's wrestling. It's a medium of violence, Siba. So, Champa, you gotta teach him. You gotta be physical about it. So I guess that's where Rowan is going, and it does make sense within the context of the art form. So, ang habol ko lang dito is I just need. I just need it to make sense. Make it make sense is my motto here. So I don't have high hopes for them to make it make sense. And but I'm that doesn't mean that I should I'm not waiting for it. But I doesn't mean I'm not staying tuned for it. Diba? Yeah, I mean ano ba yeah. game nila dito? Is, is it gonna be eventually a three-way at SummerSlam? Because parang mas okay kung hindi involves si Ziggler at all. Eh. Like maybe they, they should they return they made Ziggler return. Too early, maybe sometime soon. Baka they would have a fight over the Money in the Bank briefcase. Aaron is right. In yeah, the that's comment. exactly what Roman J said. Aaron is also right. Uh, who is to say that he turned face? How do we not know that he's just not being bitter again and gonna say it should have been me next week? Right? So we don't. So who are we gonna cheer for? Dolph or Theory? It's Lashley. <laughs> so. I guess it all depends on how the story comes together. I, I can't judge it as much now because it's just the very first chapter. Like I always say, you can't, you gotta let it play out. So, and I don't know, some people might be happy that Dolph is back. I don't know if, if that's your game. I'm pretty happy yeah. that Dolph is okay, back. Cool. I actually like Dolph. So, yeah, like it, Dolph it was kind of weird that he and Rude came back. And then disappeared again for like a stretch of weeks. So it's nice to see Dolph back again. I just uh, I'm with you, Ro. I, I want to see it make sense. So I'm with you. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the vignettes. Uh, we're going to try and see if our slides are working. But you know, you know what vignettes we're talking about? These mysterious vignettes that we saw since Money in the Bank. All right. Uh, it's not loading. But uh, this week, there were references to Mick Foley, to John Cena, to Randy Orton. And people online have been speculating. So the question is, we all kind of know who this is alluding to, right? Yeah, it's Edge. Made reference, yeah, as you said, there are references to old uh, wrestlers and who else wrestled those guys other than Edge. Right? So uh, people are still wondering who it is. If you are, then good on you, you sweet summer child. But for the rest of us, um, it's pretty clear who it is. And because it's clear who it is, uh, it's not anyone groundbreaking. It's not Bray Wyatt or anything. So Kevin, relax. Nisha, Nisha, exciting. So that is what it Kevin is. Thorne? Yeah. Yes, Rowan just uttered the words Kevin Thorne yeah. in 2022. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's not exciting. Is anyone excited for this now that you know who it is? Yeah. Hello. Hello. See? Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, you, know, we, you know, the sad part is because it, it's almost guaranteed that it's edge it should have been a bigger deal so parang may misadling on the WWE's end that people aren't as excited for edge it's edge it's supposed to be a big deal right? but it's it's not for some reason maybe it's I think because it's, it's not sorry, edge maybe it's because it's not edge thing to do that parang hindi niya naman gawain yung ganyan eh i mean I mean, he used to be yung palaboy sa streets yeah, like before he became the rated R superstar. Palaboy siya. Yeah. I was going to mention that. The, if the, the long coat edge. Yeah, he would run around the, the uh, sidewalk and all. 
I, I think yeah, like scream at people. Yeah, I think the whole thing because the whole judgment day kick out was kind of unsatisfactory. That it was just so botched all throughout. Anything to do with Edge without resolving all of that feels weird, and I it, I guess it's also more incredulity that why would you tease it like this instead of just you know having him come back and feuding with the group that kicked him out and continuing the built-in story from there, Deba. Wilson, we already saw Brood Edge come back. We literally had this oh, last year. Ito na downward spiral edge. Uh, which is... Parang balloon okada arc. Right. <laughs> he just unravels and loses everything. <laughs> Let's go to NXT. Speed of turns. More turns! Team 2001 is over oh. as quickly as it began. Cora J turned on Roxanne Perez. Rowan, you have been a simp for Team 2001. How do you feel now, child? Well, well, I'm my idol, ko, so I really feel bad. But I'm not because they ended this way too early. Like, lang nila ng NXT tag titles, and then, I mean, I understand what Cora J is coming from because I, I, I think she still wants a shot. Or the NXT women's title, like the main title. So, siguro, crab mentality lang. She wouldn't let Roxanne win the title. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm uh, wrong. We're saying hi to our friend Ash from the UK wrestling scene. How's it going, hey! brother? Thanks for joining yeah. us. Ash, miss you. Okay, Chino, go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't they still champions? Yeah, they're still. Yes, they are still champions. This is so stupid. They keep. They, this is such an attitude era twist, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, Alex, don't go did this with somebody a few times. I can't remember who. But it's so stupid that he decided to do this in 2022. Uh, so good to try and justify it. I guess someone is about to get called up. I don't know who because they're rushing this because otherwise they would just let it play out for longer. So I don't know. I think Cora might be in the works here. But it's weird. Echoing all your sentiments. Bad idea. It's a swerve for a swerve's sake. And you know how that plays out. It's not always a good idea to do that just because you need something to generate buzz. So I don't know what they're going for. I don't know how they're going to fix it. But terrible, terrible idea all throughout. Leo brings up that this pushes Ivy Nile and Nikita Lyons as the top women faces in NXT going forward. And I can't help but agree. Because you take Cora Jade out out of the equation, your biggest baby faces are basically those two and Roxanne Perez. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, in, I thought it was going to be it. I thought um, Cora Jade was going to be it. But uh, I guess not. Um, they want Nikita Lyons. <laughs> they really, really like Nikita Lyons up in there. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't Sorry. get behind Nikita Lyons. No pun intended. I can't get behind Nikita Lyons yet as a Why not? Place. I don't know, man. Para medyo pilit yung character niya sa akin. That's, that's what I see. Medyo hindi, it's a natural. You know how then you look at Cora J, you believe that she's the this uh skater, punk rock girl. When I look at Nikita Lyons, I don't believe that she's a white rapper. I don't <laughs> even know. I don't, I don't know why, but I just don't buy it. Like, like, I think the gimmick niya is that she can do everything. Nah, she can fight, she can, she can uh, wrestle, she can sing, act, do whatever. Okay, so yeah. she's a complete character. I mean, like, like a five-tool player, I guess. I just learned this week that she was actually from Wow Women of Wrestling as the Lioness. 
So Unikita Lions is a reference to that old ring name of hers. Today we learned. Our friend Ash here says he hopes to see Ginny work NXT 2.0 or the main roster soon because she is an absolute gem of a heel. Oh, no, where, where is yes. Ginny? It's been I too long since we last saw her on NXT UK. I echo his sentiments. She is so good as a heel. So detestable that, that I feel like if they had this in NXT right now, it would actually work. Kayak may Mandy Rose now. It would actually work. Or hey, even better, the suggestion of Glendale. Make Ginny the fashionista of maximum male models. Yeah. But that might actually be the turn here. Why not? That actually makes more sense, diba? Considering Yeah, the... she's parang right hand ni Max Dupree. And she can she can wrestle well, diba? Yeah. It, it's great. It works. Yeah. We're gonna take a break here, and when we come back, we'll cross over to AEW. We'll talk about the new tag team champions. We'll also talk about Claudio and Eddie Kingston, though not their issues, separately. That's coming up after the break. But first, here's how you can support the podcast, this payday sale over on Shopee. Tomorrow is a payday, so there is a payday sale on Shopee. All you got to do is support the podcast in the process. In While you're doing your online shopping is to use our affiliate link as well, podlink.co slash W9X. Podlink.co slash the letter W, the number nine and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will also help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do we have any shout-outs over on Kumu? Yeah, just saying hey to Abby, who is hey. on Kumu watching us. Hi, Abby. Also, shout-out to Abby. But she gusto ko lang shout-out to Abby for sending over that ceasing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Wait. A few weeks ago. Nice. I don't know if yeah, I nice, thanks nice. for it. But yeah. She doesn't like Lacey Evans. Okay. She doesn't also like maximum male models. So, well, you're what? not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> you're not really supposed to, Rowan. Hey, I have to admit, I actually enjoy no, maximum I mean, male models as well. Yes, you enjoy it ironically, but yes. Yeah. Ideally, on paper, theoretically, not supposed to like supposed them. Supposed to hate them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alistair in the comments, Pat McAfee is the only saving grace. You take that back, sir. That is a disgrace to the efforts of Massey and Mansois, who are titillating your juices. All right, talk about AEW. Let's start off with the new AEW Tag Team Champions. Swerve in our glory. I didn't expect this result, but uh, we're here. Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee are not going to fight each other. Instead, they're going to be Tag Team Champions. Who wants to place a bet? That swerve is gonna turn on Keith Lee while they're still champions within the next month. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, I don't I don't know why they had to be champions, but okay. It's a single star sila pareho, they're established single star. Have you seen their main event division? But then <laughs> yeah, well that's also a good case for it. So 
you know, like, but then, but then, to your point, Stan, if they do turn on each other, then that's just one more match in the main event division, right? So, anong, what does that accomplish at the end of the day? Okay, what do you guys think about uh, this win? Oh, I like um, it. So yeah. yeah, I like it as well. It's clear that the Young Bucks were never meant to be the tag team champions for in in the in the first place, and then they weren't meant to be the champions for long as well. So I don't think Swerve will be turning on Keith Lee while they're champions. I think like uh, Kenny and Hangman, they're gonna keep it for a while. They're gonna tease it a little bit. Tapos uh, when they lose it, that's when the snap will happen. So I I trust. Tony Khan to not follow in the footsteps of whatever happened on NXT 2.0. So ako, I, I, I like this victory, especially for Keith Lee, because I mean, uh, let's admit na main eventer siya, pero bloated na yung main event uh, scene. So okay lang that he's doing this thing on the side, pero it's true na parang di rin bagay na tag team si Swerve at si Keith Lee, despite their yung, ano nila, chemistry nila. Pero, yeah, pwede ring mag, mag heel turn si Swerve and betray uh, Keith Lee. Pero, yeah, let, let's see how things would play out. Swerve works as a heel, too. That's the thing. Like, mas maniginawa yeah, na yeah. heel siya kasi kay Keith Lee. So, I want to see that. And happen. we've seen it across multiple promotions over yes. the years. My question is, we were all somehow telegraphing that it would lead to Young Bucks versus FTR for all four of the tag team championships. So where does that uh, put this particular dream match that people were trying to manifest this year? I think it's going to happen. Uh, in fact, this might put them in a bigger position to do that. Because as everyone is, pretty, is seeing, Swerve in our glory isn't also meant to be tag team champs for long. So I don't see why FDR couldn't get the championships from them. Okay. All right. Speaking of AEW's very bloated card, let's talk about Claudio Castagnoli. So just today, there was an article on Sports Illustrated by Justin Barrasso, the resident columnist. And the headline was, AEW move puts Claudio Castagnoli one step closer to stardom. So I want to ask about your thoughts on whether or not Claudio is a main event talent. Because we know that AEW has so many main event stars already on their roster. The question is, is Claudio one of them? Let's start with Ro. Main event, no. Star, yes. Just because you came from WWE doesn't necessarily mean that you are immediately a main eventer. So you can see that from all the imports that they got. So, Brian? Brian? Brian. Uh, he's not main event, right? He is a star. That's pero not he... what I meant, sir. Oh, okay. that, that didn't finish, Rowan. That didn't finish. That's not what I meant. My bad. Brian is a main eventer, legit main eventer. But yeah. the other guys that they got from WWE, just because they came from WWE, doesn't necessarily make them main eventers on paper. Brian Danielson is a main eventer on paper. Whether or not Claudio wants to be a main eventer is, I think, both entirely up to him and entirely up to Tony Khan. And I think, uh, not to put words in his mouth, but it seems, it seems, you know, that's amigo, it seems that he is okay being in, a, in the position he's in, being a kind of a support role, being a support star for guys like John Moxley and Brian Danielson in the Blackpool Combat Club. So 
I don't need him to be a main eventer. It's totally okay. I'm a, I'm a fan, but I don't need him to be a main eventer. If it doesn't turn out for him that way. Rowan, I'll let you gather your thoughts first. Let's go to Chino Muna. Do you need to see Claudio as AEW World Champion? No, I do not. However, um, I want to make this clear. Claudio himself admits that he wasn't given his fair chance in the WWE. The current said it created differences. Part of the reason why he left. He feels like AEW is his place to do that. But with such a bloated roster, I can't imagine how he can do that. Especially since yung championship nila umiikot lang within the same four or five guys. I mean, they're a three-year-old company and John Moxley has already won the thing twice. Diba? So parang, hindi siya, it's not as open as you one would like to think it is. How I would want to see Claudio if he does want to be a main event star, move over to a brand like ROH, which desperately needs that. Because they have the same ROH guys, but they also need fresh blood. So maybe if he does want to be in the title picture somewhere, it might be for a quote unquote smaller uh, promotion. Sige, Rowan. Bawi ka. Bawi tayo. Okay, so ako medyo conflicted ako aminin ko. Because I love Cesaro and, or sorry, Claudio. Well, I, I love how he works in the ring. I To answer the question, he can be in the main event scene, just not now. Maybe in the uh, future. Probably next year. Kasi right now, he, he can just do like the Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club things at the side. Like he can win the tag titles. And Probably join the mid-card division and be part of the TNT title chase. Emil brings up a good point here in the comments. He says Claudio is more of a Scotty Pippen than a Michael Jordan. He can be a number one guy, but he's at his best as a very good number two. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So I don't see him being Michael Jordan. I don't see him being a Kobe Bryant uh, or a LeBron James. Um, And that's okay. That's totally okay. It doesn't necessarily have to take a world championship to fulfill your destiny and your promise as a as a well-regarded wrestler and i think fans put too much stock in the idea of a world championship which is i guess tama naman kasi in kayfabe that is the ultimate prize and if you're not fighting for the ultimate prize then what are you really here for though diba? but i don't know i'm i'm different like that to me the chase to the top isn't as necessary, uh, William Regal said it himself. He didn't want to be a main eventer, and that informs me that it's okay to keep expecting or keep you know your ambitions low. And I think I don't know. It's going to be okay with him then as well. Yeah, I mean, it. it pwede namang contribute ka ng hindi nagiging pabibo. That's all I can see with Cesaro or Claudio. Yeah, but that, that's not the issue. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about if Claudio should be a main eventer or if you, or if you see him as a main eventer. And the older heads in the business will say that if you're not eyeing the world championship as a real prize, if you don't see yourself being the franchise player of your company, then what are you there for? So yung yung logic na yun na you're saying na, oh maybe it's okay for him to be just a very, very good Scotty Pippen. That's what I'm gonna be okay with. I mean, if he wins the world championship, great, okay. Pero as a fan, as a fan of his, I don't need him to see I don't need to see him be at the tippy top. 
Like ako kasi, like, Chino, and, like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Like, it's, it's a good thing you mentioned that because I am of that ilk. Parang I see the sports side of quote-unquote sports entertainment more than the entertainment side. And in sports, diba, we're all sports fans here. We always want our team to win, to go all the way. Diba? That's a big team of sports fans here. In the same way that I want that for Claudio himself because he wants to you know, prove that he can actually be at the very top here. But again, kung, kung gawin yun, I don't know if he'll be able to do that with such a deep, deep roster in AEW. So I, I guess when you zoom out here, the question then becomes, if you're trying to be a top guy, is AEW still the place to do that given how loaded and stacked that roster is? Yeah, I don't see the... I don't see the roster as a problem because no matter where you go, if it's somewhere important, it's always going to be a loaded roster. You can't expect these things to adjust to you. It it doesn't work like that. And it's up to you then to make it good and to make the booker, the promoter, the, the head booker, the writer, see your value enough to put to make you the top guy. So uh, that's, not a, that's not a consideration for me. So yeah, let's move on to this last topic on AEW, and it's about Eddie Kingston. So over the weekend, the Rampage, Eddie Kingston had a match against Konosuke Takeshita. It was a really good match. I enjoyed it. Uh, but coming out of it, people were fat-shaming the Mad King because, as we all know, Eddie Kingston doesn't look like your Wardlow's or your Jake Hager. He's a body guy. Yeah, he's, he's not a body guy, right? But... If, if I see Eddie Kingston and I'm in a bar fight, I'd rather have Eddie Kingston on my side than on the opposite end. So I don't know where all this fat shaming is coming from, man, because this guy looks like he can legit beat somebody up. Yeah, it's a holdover from the peak of WWE and the peak of Vince McMahon's fetish for bodybuilders and body guys. So there's a huge subset of wrestling fans that think that athleticism, peak athleticism, rely, uh, is goes hand in hand with aesthetics. So it's not the case. A lot of people have disproven that. MMA itself has disproven that. And as you said, Stan, Eddie Kingston can fight. You can see that he can fight. If it doesn't matter what you look like, as long as you can perform in there. Yeah, no, I actually agree with both of you as a fan and a person who is larger in size and a fan of people who are larger in size. Parang hindi na din siya, it's, not, it's not like a big consideration for me. I, if anything, mas may problema ako with how they treat Eddie Kingston as a character. Kasi parang lahat na lang ng storyline niya, oh yeah, he was my best friend from 15 years ago. Or we had this rivalry from 20 years ago. Like, I mean, all I of a sudden, it. best friend, you know, see Ruby Soho. Yeah. I still don't know how that you started. Know, I, like, I get it. He's a vet, but like, come on, guys. Like, he's not everybody is, is his friend. Like, come on, it doesn't make sense. My friend is Preston Van. It doesn't, it's it, actually, it doesn't click with me. It's lazy. Mm-hmm. All, all I can say is, sadly, Eddie Kingston won't be the first and last person to be fat shamed. I mean, it's going to be everywhere. I mean, Back in 2016, nung yung, ano, local wrestling scene dito, a lot of guys were getting fat shamed, and most some of them uh, inaasar pa nga, ah, sobrang payat naman ito. Pero in the end of the day, 
everyone will be fat shamed. Like, oh, I, even I would get insulted Wait. sometimes. So we, 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 so you mean everybody's fat? <laughs> no, 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 no. So 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 everybody's fat. Everybody, you mean everybody body shamed? Body shamed. Okay. Everybody's in the uh, body body shamed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, there will be toxic fans that yeah. don't understand that aesthetics isn't the be-all end-all for performance because they've never stepped in a ring or trained a day in their life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rowan, I thought your takeaway was at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what your body type is. If you can go, you can go. Like That would have been a better <laughs> takeaway be coming out of your little... I'm going to be body shamed. So if everybody is fat shamed, <laughs> then nobody's really fat, right? <laughs> No, no, no. Because you're all the same size. Yeah, I'm going to be body shamed. <laughs> you get what I'm saying here, Rowan? He's like, I'm trying to make it... <laughs> yeah, make it make sense. <laughs> but it came out the way I wanted. But that, yeah. That's what... Really? No, but that's okay. to, to bring it back, to bring it back. Yeah, I mean, look at our friend... Look at our friend Jake De Leon. He was one of those guys who yeah. got fat shamed at the start of the pro wrestling scene. I am thinner than Jake De Leon, but Jake De Leon can run laps around me. He can twist me into a pretzel any day of the week. Yeah. And I think and, you know, a, a lot of those guys don't see them in action, cause so they think, yeah, they think that just because you got a belly, just because you got a little more uh, meat on the bones, if you will, just doesn't mean you can go. So. Yeah. All it really takes is to watch them go. And sometimes, say, for Eddie Kingston's particular case, it's a matter of toxic WWE wrestler, uh, yeah. WWE fans uh, throwing shade at AEW as though WWE does not have wrestlers who are not in the best shape. Right? Exactly. Because to round it out, it also just harkens back to WWE imagery. Because like when we say wrestler, most casual fans, the first thing they think of is about your Hulk Hogan's, your John Cena's, who are, yes, admittedly, very well built. So, parang, syempre, pag sinasabi mo wrestler, iisipin mo ganun na kaagad yung katawan, di ba? And you won't immediately yeah. go to somebody like Eddie Kingston. Which I guess... Yeah, but then again... No, I guess it adds to his every man appeal. Sorry, Stan. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the every man appeal. I mean, for every Eddie Kingston, there's a Kevin Owens who's in WWE. Mick Foley made a career yeah. out of not looking like The Rock. Right? So, I don't understand why people still continue to... Uh, be this toxic about it, about body image lalo uh, in wrestling. I think even Eddie Kingston himself, Dusty Rhodes, as Aaron points out in the comments, but he's not a bodybuilder. He's not a physique guy. You, I, I forgot if it was Eddie Kingston or some other wrestler or Johnny Gargano there who talked about body dysmorphia and how wrestlers actually do go through that, especially when people keep tagging them on this shit online. So I guess just to uh, wrap a bow around this topic, let's be kinder. To you know, to people everywhere, especially wrestlers, because these people do beat themselves up for our entertainment on a daily basis. Yep. Right? You said it. You said As it. As we begin to wind down here, let's get to our picks of the week. Let's start with you, young buck. What's your fa- uh, pick of the week, Rowan? So my pick of the week would be the Maximum Male Model 2022 Tennis Collection from SmackDown. So this pick of the week last week, pero. So yeah, I like this because it reminds me so much of the days that I would compete in Mr. Intramural's pageants. And yeah. Wow. Look at you. Yeah, I did. Because it's like they incorporated a gimmick that is not very common. It's like a Tyler Breeze gimmick, but they made it 10 million times better. 
So that's why I like it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. How about you, Chino? Your pick of the week. Uh, gusto ko lang address yung mga taong nagsasabi na to add, to try and add to our point saying people like Yokozuna and Rikishi and, and Bronson Reed. Medyo hindi din helpful yun kasi they were cast as stereotypical fat people. Diba? That's na, true. Also true. Also while true. it is helpful na hindi sila bodybuilding types, they were put in a spot to fill that fat role up. You know, yep. and as a fat man who has been stereotyped against uh, many a times, uh, I know how that feels. And imagine it didn't helpful. Eh? Yun yung, in, it's still fat shaming in in the opposite sense. If you get my drift here, so that, so that's why that's why it's not like as conducive as you might think. But my pick of the week, para kami ni Admin Angelo, it's a uh, swerve in our glory versus the box versus isang team team Taz, is it? Yeah, right? and for the for the AEW tag team titles, it was a it's a good flippy match. If you that's your thing, you should watch it. Also, All Champa, right. we uh, forgot my... to talk about Champa. Uh, Tommaso Champa on Raw is something I've always looked forward to, and I want to see the Champa AJ Styles match happen. All right, my pick of the week is the Undertaker biography from WWE and A and E. So that collab has resumed. Every Monday, Manila time, there are episodes of WWE Biography, then back-to-back yan with WWE Rivals. And this week, new episode naman dun is Brett Sean, which I haven't seen yet. But the Undertaker Biography, I watched about half an hour with my dad, the rest of it by myself. Really good stuff. There uh, are mga bagong natutunan palalo about the dead man and the real person behind the character. How about you, Ro? Uh, my pick of the week, uh, I'm going to share it with Emil here. Uh, Moxie versus Takeshita from Dynamite. Really good stuff. I like anything that both Moxley and Takeshita does. So, automatic winter in my book. All right. Leo, same coming in pick of the week. Patirin kay Chino. Emil also uh, picked the Moxley-Takeshita match. John Christopher, same as Chino. Glendale, good picks. Patirin yung teaser for the G1 Climax, which starts on Saturday. Admin Angel also picks Brock beating down Alpha Academy. Glendale, yeah, Glendale's correct. Ang daming segments between The Undertaker and his mother, who's still alive, and it's adorable and hilarious. He basically says to his mom, you are the reason why I became the way I became, or why I am the way I am. <laughs> and that part was my favorite. So, documentary. Com- compliment bayon. <laughs> uh, yes and no. Because apparently Undertaker's mom loved wrestling and she also worked at a funeral home. Oh, wow. Okay. So, oh, there. Wow. I have to watch it. Uh, that's why we, we learned some, some more new stuff about oh, Mark Calloway. Wow. What a coincidence. The man. <laughs> that's 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 Yes. That's so go watch it, guys. It's it's really good. It's All right. Funny. Thanks to everybody who's been sending in your picks of the week. Sakumu meron ba? All right. We're gonna end the podcast here. No audio only bit for this week. We'll come back next week for another live stream. Same time, same place. Chino, any plugs? Yes. Uh, tomorrow I am doing stand-up comedy. Uh, NQC for the first time in two years. So if you're from the Quezon City area, please drop by Cinema 76 Cafe, Anonas QC. It's right by the Anonas LRT station. You cannot miss it. I am joined by five other stand-up comedians here. So 400 pesos, sulit na sulit, for your payday. 
Also, a brand new episode of the Class Clown Podcast featuring my radio mentor, Pat Hamlang, and we talk about BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So, Maxero and my enjoy your episode. That's all on my link tree, link TR, the tickets to my show, this one, this podcast episode, link tr.ee slash Chino Supersize. Rowan, any plugs? Yeah, uh, subscribe to our Patreon so that you can read our weekly wrestling reviews. Recently, I just reviewed the MWF Republica final episode or the final part, uh, which featured uh, our friend Jake DeLeon and Ken Warren taking on the MWF pioneers Rex Lawin and uh, uh, Robin Sane. Yon. Uh, si Rowan dun did daw maglalapag ng pictures niya as Mr. Intramurals. So. <laughs> Bro, let's put MWF over. Yeah. Guys, uh, if you want to support local wrestling, please subscribe to MWF on Gank. You can just go to manilawrestling.com for the link. It's only 540 pesos. You can pay on Gcash for 100 Gank coins. That's good for a month. If you want to help support and keep local wrestling alive, that is the way to go. Really having fun doing commentary for MWF. Not going to be returning to the ring anytime soon, but uh, everyone putting their bodies on the line, wrestling their hearts out, are doing really well. So please, please, if you want to watch, if you want to scratch that itch for local wrestling again, that is the way to go. ManilaWrestling.com All right. And as for me, go sign up for the network. Go catch SummerSlam with Filipino commentary at the end of the month. Follow us on social media. At Wrestling2XPod, at Chino Supersize, at Rowizwar, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to everybody watching us, all of our patrons, the listeners, the babyface PNA producers working hard at the controls. And remember, as we get out of here, on behalf of Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Rowan ASH, please get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. And keep your masks on. Pakamay surge ulit or whatever. So let's just keep each other safe. All right. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.